0: It's not sinless perfection. It's immediate confession. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast. Accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast. I'm Bill. This is Kyle. And... uh, We're here once again, and we're so glad to be with you talking about, uh, really, uh, in these episodes, talking about personal revival, really Mm -hmm. patterns of personal revival. Uh, Kyle, have you ever gone the wrong way down a one-way road? I have. I have.
1: In (laughs) another country. Oh, come on. Really? (laughs) I, I really have, bro. And you talk about ultimate terror. Yeah, is not only am I in a foreign land, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the wrong way. Wrong and way. I, if in 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 that moment, and I was driving a van full of people. Oh wow! The entire country, the entire country came down that one road. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right <now. laughs> and they all
0: loved me. You know, uh, one of my mentors, Ron Dunn, tells a story about being in Scotland, mm-hmm. and he was he. They drive on the wrong side of the Gum road. And he said, I was doing great. And, and Kay, his wife, was sure. there. And he said, I was doing fine on the left side of the road, you know, and, and until we stopped at a red light and we turned a corner. And he said, I just naturally went to the right-hand side. And there's a, a car coming at me. And I, look, I said to Kay, look at that idiot on the wrong side of the road. And she said, wrong idiot, move <laughs> over. <laughs> that's great. And Ron, who's a master of sure. illustrations, he he said, you know, I didn't want to be over there. Yeah. But I just I'd driven there for so long sure. that I just naturally gravitated right. to that side. And he he went on to relay how uh, that that's the way it is about our lives. Mm. We you know if you're a, a true Christian, uh, you don't want to drive on the wrong side of the road. You don't want to oppose God. You don't you don't want to miss God's best for your life. But we just get drawn uh, away from the Lord and uh, we kind of naturally fall into places that we shouldn't be. So as we're talking in this uh, series about uh, from James 4 about how to have personal revival, we're talking about how to develop patterns in your life uh, so that you stay on the right side of the road and you draw near to the Lord. And we've talked about submitting to God. Uh, he says in uh, James chapter four, verse six and seven, submit to God; you yield control. And then he says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Because when you submit, you're going to be in a, a battle. And then we, he says, draw near to the Lord. I mean, our safety is to is to get close to Him and walk with Him and listen to Him. And 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 then though he says, uh, now when you fall though he said you need to do something you need to you need to stay clean you need to get clean right submit to god resist the devil draw near stay clean now listen how he says this in verse 8 cleanse your hands you sinners purify your hearts you double minded be miserable you know you're commanded to be miserable in the bible <laughs> at least at certain times be miserable and mourn and weep, and let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. So how, how do we keep our hearts clean of impurities, right? Let, let me just mention in, in, in two or three ways what I think he's saying here. First of all, there's a process of mourning. Now, we're commanded to mourn. Uh, this is not a morbid, worked-up emotion. Uh, it's produced by drawing near to God. And when you draw near to the light, guess what happens? You see the darkness in yourself, and it breaks your heart. If you were sitting in a—you uh, went to some restaurant, you thought it was a you know, fancy restaurant, paying a lot of money, and it was real dark and the lights were real low— and they brought the food and you really couldn't even see it, but you just eat. And all of a sudden, you just realize this is the awfulest tasting stuff I've ever put in my mouth. And all of a sudden, you got your cell phone out and you turn the light on. And let's say, heaven forbid, that it was uh, rotten. And I mean, it was infested. and <laughs> We could describe it a little more. But you would suddenly, you would grieve that you had put any of that in your mouth, right? You just, you just think, ah, you would have an instant change of mind that would produce a change in direction. You say, get this away from me. I do not want this in my life. So look at the progression in James chapter four. Submit to God, right? And 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 just give him control. And remember that. You're in a battle, so you're going to have to resist the devil. But then your greatest uh, salvation is to draw near to the Lord. And as you draw near, you're going to come into the light, and you're going to start seeing what you've been doing, and it's going to make you sick. That's a good sickness. That's a good mourning. Paul wrote to the Corinthian Christians in 2 Corinthians 7, and he says, I'm sorry when I rebuked you about your sin that I had to do that, but look what it did. It was a godly sorrow that produced a repentance with no regrets. There was a, look what turning away from sin it produced, what vengeance against sin. In other words, it, it produced something good in you. So there's nothing wrong with mourning, right, over our sin. This is a process of repentance. So how do you get there? Well, you draw near every day, and in his light, we see light right? So this cleansing happens as we draw near and we mourn over our sin. We grieve our sin so much so that we don't want to be there anymore. Secondly, there's a process not only of mourning, but of cleansing. So he says, cleanse your hands. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Uh, We get dirty, right? I mean, it's just... Your kids go outside and play all day, they're going to get dirty. They're going to get stuff on there. They're going to get the world on their hands and their feet and their faces and everywhere. So we're going to do that. And the sign of real repentance that I've really seen that dirt for what it is is to want to be cleansed. You say, How do I do that? Well, we 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 receive cleansing by confession. The Bible says in first. John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. He'll forgive us and he'll cleanse us, right? So confession is not running around the block 10 times. It's not, you know, doing penance. Confession, that word literally means say the same thing as. In other words, if I committed a murder and I say, well, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, didn't do it, and I get on the stand and I confess, I say, I did it. It was me, you know. Mr. Plum in the library with the wrench, right, <laughs> in the words of, of Clue. So uh, I confess my sin specifically, as often as I sin, as public as I sin, right? Spurgeon said a man can be used again when his confession is as notorious as his sin. If I've sinned against my wife, I need to go to the Lord, and I need to go to my wife. If I've sinned against my church, I need to go to the Lord, and I need to go to my church. I need to clear my conscience. Paul said in Acts, uh, I exercise myself, it's the word gymnasio, uh, to always maintain a clear conscience in two directions, before God and before men. Before God and before men. I want to keep the roof off and the walls down between me and God and me and everybody else. So cleansing. And then one final thing, mourning this process of coming to the Lord specifically, Lord, I blew it. I sinned. I admit it. I agree with you. And then he says, purify your hearts, you double-minded. And why does he say hearts? Well, because we sin, because that's what we love. That's what we want, right? He's talking about our affections. You know how many times in the scripture God had to speak to his children about the idols of their heart? They just started loving. They just started turning to idols because they thought those idols would bring something to them that nothing else would bring. So there's something about recognizing not only I have sinned, I sinned because it was an idol in my life right? I ate too much because my physical satisfaction was more important than obeying God. I, I, I watched pornography because I have an idol of myself and, my, and pleasure. And pleasure is my idol instead of pleasing God. And so the expression of that was my pornography, right? So not only coming and receiving cleansing, but of purification. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. You got you got the love of the world and the love of God going on, and it won't, you it, it's you're double-minded and unstable in all your ways. So you have to lay that aside, right? So we're talking in these days about walking in continuous revival and developing some patterns in our lives, patterns of submission, patterns of resistance, Kyle, patterns of drawing near to the Lord, and now patterns of cleansing Mm -hmm. by mourning, Mm -hmm. cleansing your hands, Mm -hmm. and purifying your heart. Yeah. I I was just
1: sitting there thinking, you know, when's the last time you were were sick over your sin? Right. When's the last time— When's the last time you you said, and i was saying personally, you know, Lord, I hate that I love this. Yeah, you know, like that, that, there's this part of me, there's this this passion, this desire, this this gravitational rut in my mm-hmm. flesh, man. You know, that I have this propensity towards, and I'm and I and I'm sick over it. You know, and I want to put it to death.
0: And you know, th- this is why the progression of James four. Yeah, draw near to the Lord. Right and then he says cleanse yeah. because when you get you know i've i've had some things in my life at times right. and and then you think well if this person walked in and and i was involved in that sin i would be so embarrassed right. because they brought light in sure. And so there's something about drawing near to the Lord and his light, you just yeah. look down and you say, uh, Ah yeah, yeah, oh, no. This, this doesn't is, belong. And you start right. seeing it right. like God sees yeah, it. Yeah. Right. It's despicable. It's, yeah. it's hurts you. It hurts others. Yeah. It's just everything about it's wrong. Yeah, and,
1: and and God's not out to shame you in that moment. Absolutely not. No, he's not out <laughs> to shame you. He's not look scolding you. But I mean, until you're sick, you know, it's it's hard to be set free.
0: Yeah. And he's trying, you know, this big word repentance. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 we don't use that word much, but it mean it literally means a change of mind right. that I was thinking one way about it. Right. This is good, this is fun, this is gratifying, this is mm-hmm. wonderful. And repentance means I start seeing it like God sees it. Right. This is terrible, this is yeah. Th- this is uh ungodly yeah. this hurts me it hurts others yeah. so much so that I gladly turn. turn from it yeah
1: and then the cleansing part I mean just as we're looking through it and it's not it doesn't just stop there you don't just get sick over your sin mm-hmm. you know that there's this cleansing you do something you with do it you do something with it you yeah. confess it for the Lord I remember hearing uh, you, you'll remember this guy Dave Busby that yeah. preached and right. was greatly used the God I heard a message on the holiness of God he preached a long time ago and he's talking about confession and confession is not saying, God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm sorry. It's that when the Lord turns the light on and he says, hey, you know, that, that's lustful that you mm-hmm. say back to the Lord, Lord, that's lustful.
0: Yeah, you agree.
1: You agree with God. You mm-hmm. agree. It's when God turns on the light and says, hey, that motive is whacked out.
0: And 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 what do we normally, you know, normally we don't agree or here's another thing we do, we blame. Yeah.
1: Defend well, she ourselves did, or yeah, blame she did, someone else. You know, she
0: made me do that. Or, yeah. or Lord, I'm so tired. Yeah. Or I'm stressed out. I got to read. You know, we try to defend ourselves, yeah. right. which means we don't. We we're not admitting our sin yeah. in humility and acknowledging our need. Yeah, and cleansing is
1: just freedom. You know, yeah. there there there. Every breakthrough in my personal pursuit of holiness. Yeah. Every every moment where God comes and takes the face to. I mean, the wash rag to my face and cleans me up a little bit. Uh, Cleansing just makes you feel close.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I've told this before, maybe multiple times on these podcasts, but when I was 17 and the Lord really flipped my life around, my dad, I'd had several years of just walking away from the Lord. Uh He very wisely gave me a legal yellow legal pad. Uh He said, Bill... I want you to get before the Lord write the word sin list on the top put a number 1 and yeah. just pray yeah and here's the prayer Psalm 139 search me o god and know my heart try me and know my way see if there's any hurtful way in me and then leave me in the everlasting way and just say lord is there anything between me and you that i need to get right or me and anybody else right. i put a number 1 and it didn't take 2 seconds <laughs> By the time I was over, it was seven pages, front and back, of just sin, just junk, just bricks in the wall between me and God. Then my dad, very wisely, had told me, now if there's anything that involves somebody else, or they know about some circle that one, and we'll talk about what to do. And so I came back, and man, I mean, the Lord had just, one of the things it did, it just it's turned the I just saw the junk. And it brought real repentance, mm-hmm. just to see it specifically, to write it down. I was so embarrassed, you know, when I saw all that. But then he said, "Now those that you've circled, you need to go clear your conscience, and you don't have to get fancy mm-hmm. and just call them up and say, "I'm trying to get my life right with God. I've sinned against you. Would you forgive me?" That's all you have to say." Mm-hmm. And I just used that little formula, and mm. I remember the last phone call I made. Mm. It was the hardest. I should have done it first. Yeah, right. and, we do that. Uh, But I hung up. I know right where I was sitting. Yeah. I hung up that phone, and I literally lifted up my hands. Yeah. And I got them free. Amen. It, it's, it wasn't that I hadn't sinned. Yeah. It's that to the best of my knowledge, there wasn't anybody— yeah. on earth yeah. that i had not sought to get it right yeah. with as far as it lay within me you know yeah. liberation man comes people think it's going to be the worst thing yeah. it's, the it's the best it's the best It's the best. so uh this pattern now ask me when the last time i physically made a sinless mm-hmm. two weeks ago mm-hmm. i've been doing that for 50 years mm-hmm. the secret of Of It's not sinless perfection, it's immediate confession. Mm -hmm. Not sinless perfection. Nobody's going to get there. It's immediate confession. You want to draw near, you want to have a pattern of personal revival in your life. Keep the roof off. And when it's not off, go back and get it right. Mm -hmm. Cleanse your hands, purify your heart. Keep the wall down between you and anybody. Else. And Kyle, I just can't help but think as we go to prayer here, uh, there may be, I know there are, some areas of needed cleansing and purification that we need uh, right now. Right. So could you lead us in a few moments of that? Yeah. Let's just take some
1: time here. No matter where you are, what you got going on, let's quiet our heart. Focus our mind on the Lord. We've drawn near to him through the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. and ask him to show us the sin in our lives. Mm. Just be honest. Say, Lord, I I, want to know what you know. I want to see what you see and take note of those things that the Lord is revealing In light of seeing those things, let's now ask the Lord to help us really come to a place that we're sick over our sin. That's right. That we're not just we're not okay with it. We're not just going to be acquainted with it. That we mourn it. Mm-hmm. Ask Him, Lord, help us get to that real place. Godly sorrow. We we'll be broken over our mm-hmm. brokenness, and then let's confess it. Confess it. Maybe it's just one thing right now. Confess it. Agree with what God is revealing. So, Father, I ask that this would just be the start of something. Our oh, right. Lord. That this would be just the start of a of a beautiful confession that leads to cleansing and freedom uh, and real brokenness. And so, God, I pray for some fresh tears. And then renewed, revived lives mm-hmm. for everyone of uh, our listeners today and in your church. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Kyle, I I, uh, I just had a thought while we were praying yeah. of a little book, a very small book. And uh, it's not on our website, but you could, you could get it, download it. It's called Continuous Revival mm. by Norman Grubb. Norman Grubb was a great. Uh, a missionary in Africa in a, a place where they had a, a continuous 20 year mm-hmm. movement of revival, extraordinary mm-hmm. movement of revival. Wow. And when they asked uh, Norman Grubb how it sustained, he said, We kept the roof off and the walls down. Mm-hmm. That's where I heard that That's phrase. So And he wrote this little book about how do you stay in continuous revival. That's really what we're talking about in this Mm -hmm. series of Mm -hmm. patterns of personal revival. So I would encourage people to get that book. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's a booklet. You can read it in 45 minutes. But don't let today's podcast slip away from your experience. Get away and spend some time with God in cleansing your hands and (laughs) purifying your heart.
1: Hey, we'd like to take a moment and really encourage you to go to the website at onecry.com. And when you go to the website, take some time to navigate there and you'll find resources that can really help you in your pursuit of revival and spiritual awakening. Some of those things, Bill would never say this, but I can say about him, God has used Bill in a mighty way to write some resources that can really help you. There's the One Cry book that he wrote with Byron that's fantastic and some other books there that you can find. And also there's journeys that'll help give you prompts and practical ways to walk in greater intimacy with God. So I just want to encourage you today, take some time at OneCry.com, navigate and, and find some ways to help foster your relationship with God through these powerful resources. Go check it out.